Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello and welcome into episode number five of The Keepers. I am Chris Schubert. Over there on the other side of the room is Paige Demakos. Paige, I am slowly taking over this podcast because you've now let me open the show on a weekly basis. No, see... How does this make you feel? See, here's the thing about what you just said. It's actually the opposite because what you said is that I'm allowing you. Okay, so let's let's make sure that everyone knows... It's my slow takeover. I am allowing Chris to do what he's doing because I... I want to be on this side because I, I host three podcasts and I'm the I'm the person hosting all of them. And in my old fantasy football podcast, I was on this side and I like this side more. You like I that side? Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't want to be hosting every show. I don't need to host everything. I, I need the hot takes. So let that, me have the hot. Well, takes. I, trust me, my hot takes are not going away just because I am now in this new role. Oh, and no. you, what you have to be careful of is yes, you can say that you are allowing me to do this, but the more and more power you give me, oh, this is not, sometimes it's going to backfire. It's going backfire at some point here's the thing i'm not giving you any more power actually this is where it's i'm actually giving myself more okay. power by putting myself in this position where to be frank i feel more comfortable i like being over here i like being on this side i don't like always hosting and so now i'm over here where i can freely talk about how much i hate eddie lacy as a fantasy football player now i just want to let the listeners know we have not moved chairs we're, we're sitting in the same spots no we were we're beforehand. sitting in the, yeah we are sitting in the same spots but uh yeah, this is more. Uh, this is more hot. Uh, this is, the tires are rolling, kind of in the way that I used to. I did a fantasy football show for three years, and this is how it was. So okay. I'm going back to going back to the roots. Back to the roots. The way I think it should be, and uh, overall, this podcast is going to be awesome. Most because fantasy football and actual football is here, and uh, you and I have a lot of hot takes. Uh, yes, we do. Hot takes, a uh, plenty here on this show. So let's just jump into it. A lot of headlines to get to. I think the easiest place to start has to be with the game that we saw on Thursday night, last night, the Chiefs and the Patriots. I'm not going to get into the football ramifications of this, the actual NFL side of it from the Chiefs 42-27 to destruction of the Patriots, but let's talk about it from a fantasy perspective. It starts with one guy atop the list. His name, Kareem Hunt. I'm looking at what yes. he scored on fantasy. 45.6 points in a PPR <sighs> standard league last night. You have him on your team. Music to my ears, baby. He's not on our blog talk uh, radio expert league team. Sorry. Uh, I think I got him in the 10th round. That's good value for a guy that just scored was, you 45 points in yeah, the first week of the season. Yeah, either the ninth or the 10th round, but either way, Spencer Ware at the time was the starting running back, and Kareem Hunt, rookie, guy I knew that Andy Reid likes to run the ball, so I took him as a handcuff for Spencer Ware. I had Spencer Ware, I knew I'd get Kareem Hunt, and I thought, you know what, Andy Reid likes to run the ball, there'll be some opportunities, and if Spencer Ware does go down over time, mm-hmm. I have Kareem Hunt. Now, I didn't know it would work out the way it did, and it's worked out very nicely for me because in a flex position, I, no, had, that's a home run. I had Kareem Hunt. Yeah, so it's, it's a home run. I'm winning. Yeah, yeah. I'm winning. That's, that's a 100% a win when you can get that type of production from your flex spot. I, I thought, just to quickly touch on the football side of things, yes. the best play in this game is not the big touchdown runs by anybody. Can I it, take a guess? Yes, go ahead. James White Stiffer. 
Okay, that is on the list. That would be in my top okay. five. Okay. The most important play in this game is the play the Chiefs ran on offense, the play after Kareem Hunt fumbled. Because what did yes. they do? They went right back to Kareem Hunt, confidence. and that was important because that set the stage for this big night. If they didn't do that, who knows what his night would have become because he would have been thinking about it. He didn't get an opportunity to. The next time they got out there on the field, they gave him the football, and he went off. 45.6 fantasy points. You know who else went off? Alex Smith. I don't know if there's Great. an owner in, the, in any league that had Alex Smith starting last night. Rightfully so. He was ranked, what do you want to take a guess, in ESPN's? <sighs> Projections for this for points for this week, yeah. Points wise, well, he ended with 31. Yeah, he wasn't. So it's, I don't think it's that. I don't think they projected that. 10, 12, 12 ranked 24th overall. You're never going to start that guy. You're never going to start that guy. Alex Smith is the perfect quarterback for. Okay, my guy's on a bye week. Alex Smith is going to get me some points, and I'm just going to need to make it work this week. And I don't think Alex Smith is going to be this quarterback all season long. He's, no, that's that, not who he is. It's just not who he is. But. He did play the Patriots in prime time in the opening game and put up 31 points. So if you do have Alex Smith as a, you know, as a backup, and something happens to your other quarterback, you probably feel pretty good because Alex Smith looked very good last night. Yes, very good. And who that helped the most? Tyreek Hill, the wide receiver, who I think with this performance last night, 26.8 points. If you're in an ESPN PPR league, that's a wide receiver run. I mean, that is the production you need from a wide receiver one in fantasy. And what did we talk about all before this? Is Tyreek Hill a wide receiver one? And, I, and I, I was trying to tell you guys. I tried to tell everyone who would listen that Tyreek Hill is a number one wide receiver. I don't know if he's going to be able to do that type of production every game. But here's where I think there's a difference between what Alex Smith did and what Tyreek Hill did. Tyreek Hill can take a five-yard pass and make it an 80-yard touchdown. Yes. So he's going to have the ability to do that. Is Alex Smith going to throw for 370 yards every week? No, because Alex Smith's not a deep threat. He's not going to throw the ball deep every game. He had success in this one game, for sure. but he's not going to do it throughout the course of the season. Tyreek Hill, would it surprise you one bit if he had a performance like that next week? No. See, that's where I look at it and I go, which one of these has the better opportunity to continue or at least to be at – at that level, close level. And it's Tyreek Hill. It's Tyreek Hill. And I would feel more comfortable saying Kareem Hunt as, as well just because yeah. I know that he is going to be a feature in this offense because it's Andy Reid. And Andy Reid, breaking news, Chiefs fans, Andy Reid is a really, really damn good football coach. Yes, he is. And you need to be thankful that you have a really, really damn good football coach yes. because Bill Belichick doesn't get outplayed, and he got outcoached last night. doesn't happen. It rarely happens. He got happens. outcoached last yep. night. That is what happened. That is the reality, Patriots and Chiefs fans. And we have a Chiefs fan who is our boss yes. who is very anti-Andy Reid, now walks in today loving Andy Reid. He's Reed, ordering Super Bowl tickets. Loving <laughs> ordering he, Super he Bowl tickets. He may be tickets. buying Super Bowl tickets as yeah, we're doing this. loving on Alex Smith. And the reality is, Alex Smith has always been a good quarterback. He's not an elite quarterback. I'm not going to go out there and go hot take city like all of a sudden Alex Smith is Tom Brady. But Alex Smith has always been a good quarterback. Yes. He's never been G- bad. Good is the word I would use. He's good. never been. He's yep. never been bad. Exactly. And Andy Reid has been a great coach his entire career. Yep. His he's entire had career. Everywhere he's gone. So please, please, please. Stop asking for better coaches and better players because I'm a Bears fan and Chris is a Jets fan. So please, I'll, we cannot. I'll, I'll we take can, Alex Smith and Andy Reid all any day, of the day week. all day, twice and on twice on Sunday. Please okay? and thank you. Okay, so you have no sympathy from us and be a little thankful. 
Right, uh, be a little thing. Let's talk about uh, running back number two, I guess, for the, the Patriots. I don't know what number he is on the depth charts. Uh, Mike Gillisley. He was five. Oh, so exactly. He was the fifth guy. And like, he had the most points last night. 22.5 points, had three touchdowns, 15 carries for 45 yards and three touchdowns. Do not draft now, New England Patriots We are going to do at the end of the show why your team sucks. I got a hot take for that one already. So you just wait for that. It has to do with this game. Hot take already. Here's the reality. Mike Gillespie had a good game this week. Yes. I guarantee. He sucks next week. He sucks next or week. Or he doesn't play. Because one and who else they have? They have James White, who got carries last night. They have Chris Hogan, who, by the way, still not a thing. Is not, not a, run, a thing. Not a running back? I don't really know what he is. I don't, but he's not a thing. He's, yeah. I you, tweeted last night you, because you and I said it both out loud at the same time. What is Chris, Chris Hogan? What is Chris Hogan? Not a thing. He's not a good wide receiver. He is not a good running back. I I, I know we try to make Chris Hogan what Julian Edelman was, and fantasy's he's like not. fantasy people are like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna buck to try. I'm gonna take Chris Hogan because you know what? That's no. gonna be Julian Edelman. I'm gonna be ahead of the curve. I'm gonna be ahead of Belichick. Oh, yeah? How'd it work out for you last night if you started Chris Hogan? Oh, I'll tell you because I had three guys tweet into me yesterday and ask me about Hogan, and I said the same thing to all of them. They didn't listen, they all started him, and they're all disappointed because I told them, do not fall in love with Chris Hogan. He's not Julian Edelman. He's not. I see where you're saying. I asked myself the question myself. I said, should I go out and get Chris Hogan? Is he going to get some of the touches now that Julian Edelman's not there? Doesn't matter. He's not Julian Edelman. Nope. Who, who they're trying to make, Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola, six catches for 100 yards, had a really good game, but left oh, with a head injury. Yeah. And you know what that means. That means concussion, and that means concussion protocol, and that means he's not a guarantee week to week. Really tough to give up a roster spot for a guy that you don't know that's going to play. And when he is in there, I just want to put this into context. The Chiefs defense gives gave up, like I think, the sixth or seventh most receptions last year to wide receivers. So... This may be the the mirage. This may not okay. be the real Danny Amendola. You may just have seen a flash in a pan with him. And when he's healthy and he's playing, it's three catches, four catches, 40 yards, maybe a touchdown. You're not going to get a lot of production from him. But there are two players in the Patriots I do want to talk about because I know for a fact that in 100% of leagues, these guys are owned. And it's Tom Brady, who did not, not throw a not touchdown a- at all. Now, he didn't throw a pick, but he didn't throw a touchdown, 10 points. And Brandon Cooks, who's a wide receiver one when he's at his best. Didn't have it last night. Neither of them did. It's a huge disappointment if you went out and got Tom Brady because I know how people are. And we'll get to this as your team sucks. But there's a lot of these people. They draft quarterbacks early. And Tom Brady's one of those guys you reach for. I preach this all the time in fantasy. Do not reach for quarterback because the difference between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and the Carson Palmers of the world in fantasy is not that big. It's not that big because you know what? Carson Palmer will outscore Tom Brady this week, and you will be frustrated. Yes. If you have Tom Brady and you drafted him in the third round, you're pissed off because you should have gotten a running back or a wide receiver that you need in those positions, and you went out and got a— and I'm not saying Tom Brady's not going to be valuable over the season. He will be, but just don't reach on a quarterback, and that's Tom Brady makes people reach. And because he had a bad game, who else had a bad game? Brandon Cooks. Besides that one big catch— he and was, Gronk. And I Gronk. Mean, I mean, Gronk we were talking Gronk in there game. as well. Yeah, I mean, they were just kind of there. They had their one moment for both of them. But other than that, they didn't provide you with that big, huge play that you kind of win or lose fantasy by. They just didn't have it. And for Brennan Cooks, owners, you you drafted him, whether it's in a snake draft, an auction draft. You probably paid a lot of money or drafted yep. him really high. And Absolutely. you did not get good value from him this week. Now, obviously, we're not saying jump the ship and get rid of Brennan Cooks, but... 
this is why you can't reach for guys. No. And Brandon Cooks is a, is a nice player, and I think he's going to be a good fantasy value by the end of the season. But to look at this New England offense and expect, expect Brandon Cooks to do what he did in New Orleans here in New England is Not foolish. Just it is doesn't, foolish. It doesn't happen. You have to understand about New England and why they've been such a good team over a long period of time. But the reality is they don't feature anybody. They don't feature people. They don't feature backs. They don't feature wide receivers. The only time that you, the only player I've ever felt consistently about drafting other than Tom Brady has been Rob Gronkowski, and he has injury issues. I thought he got hurt on that one catch that got overturned. I thought he got hurt. I thought so, he hurt his elbow. I thought he was done. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, there goes Gronk. Because, and that's the thing. You have to live with that knowing that if he is your tight end, he's going to be a top one, two, three guy for you points-wise. But he's probably going to get hurt. But again, with Rob Gronkowski, you are you have to reach for him. And because of that, it makes the injury issue such a huge issue. Because you've not only reached for him, you know he's going to miss two games. Well, I at don't least. Re- Those are my two positions. Tight, Tight end, end quarterback. quarterback. You just Do don't reach. reach. You just can't. You you. You you hinder your team's ability to have depth when you do that. You yep. really do because then you're scraping the bottom of the barrel for your starting running back. And trying to pick week to week what tight end is going to go off is the toughest position to look yes. at and try and figure out because each— Travis Kelsey didn't have a good game last He had nine fantasy points. That's what I'm saying. You can't— you, Alex they, Smith had one of the best fantasy weeks he's ever going to have, and Travis Kelsey maybe had one of the worst. Because other people were featured. Right. And that doesn't mean that next week Travis Kelsey doesn't have 26 points because it very well could happen. It's situational. But having a tight end and trying to pick it week to week is so frustrating that you just go with a guy. All right, any other players you want to highlight before we get into our primetime matchups for this week? No, let's look at let's go to Stardom Sidham. You want to go Stardom Sidham first? Yeah. All right, let's do Stardom Sidham. We have a big list here. So I'm going to give you the name. Okay. You tell me Stardom Sidham, give okay. me your reason, and then I'll tell you if I agree or disagree. All right? Okay. So you ready for this? Yes. Dak Prescott, Stardom Sidham. Sit. I'm sitting him this week. And the reason I'm sitting him this week is because that offensive line is not the same. A year of tape on Dak Prescott. And the Giants' defense, which I know you're high on. That's the big thing. Elite defense. And I don't know if you remember what they did to him last year, but last year Dak Prescott struggled against the Giants. This year it's going to be worse. And that team is not going to be the same. And you and I both had the Cowboys missing the playoffs. So I and I – this is not a knock on Dak. I think Dak is going to long-term be a good quarterback. But he's not going to be the same guy he was last year, and this team is not going 13-3. and three. Uh, And the other thing when, you, when you're dealing with a quarterback is you have to look at who the corners are for the other team. Dez is going to be up against the Jackrabbit, Janoris Jenkins. That's a tough matchup for Tess Bryant. Uh, I just don't know how you break through there. And what else do they have? Jason Witten's going to get double teamed because they have a good linebacking core. They're going to be able to, to drape all over Jason Witten. Terrence Williams, there's not a reliable guy no. in that rotation of wide receivers that makes me think that's going to help Dak be successful. Late in that game, if they're down, what's Dak going to do? Throw it a bunch, and he's going to try to force it to Dez. That is a recipe for interceptions, and that's going to cost you your fantasy matchup this week. I think there are a lot of other quarterbacks, and I have one in my when we do a primetime matchups yes. that I think people are afraid of, yep. that this week's a much better play than Dak Prescott, a much better okay. play because of his situation. Odo Beckham Jr., start him, sit him. Sit. Yeah, you and I are in agreement on this. This is a little bit of a hot take on our part. See, and I get that he's your wide receiver one, and you probably drafted him early, but the thing here with this is is they're not going to rush him. He's he's no. Odell is so valuable to them over time, o- over the course of the season, and they're not going to rush him to get him out there. He had a pretty – I mean, when he got injured, I thought he was going to be done for quite some time. The fact that he's ready to go now 
for week potentially one. week one. And I just think even if he does play, he's going to be in a they're, – they're not going to put him out there all the time. They're going to present him in a certain amount of packages. They're not going to have him in full-strength Odell. And in a wide receiver one spot, you need to know that that guy's playing. And if they don't tell you because that's the Sunday night matchup – you can't afford to play him, keep him in, and then by the time Sunday rolls around, you don't have another wide receiver to play. That's why yeah. I'm not playing him. Yeah, the lateness of the game matters here. Absolutely. Uh, do you remember last year when Sammy Watkins came back from his injury? Yes. The first week he played? Yes. He was a dummy. He was a decoy. He stood out there as a traffic cone, and he didn't do anything. And they he, could do that this week. Yet, yet everybody rushed to get Sammy Watkins in their lineup because, ooh, Sammy Watkins back. Don't do it. It's week one of the fantasy season. If you take Odell out, you put somebody else in, and Odell goes off, oh, okay, that's your loss. But you know what? I would much rather take a sure thing that I know I can pick up off the waiver wire. Well, I got a bunch of guys that I'll, I'll, I'll mention here. One of them's in that game Yeah. that you can pick up, slot in there, take the points that you have. And you know what? If you lose week one, you can rebound. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very early – it's early in the season. It's the beginning of the season. You have time to make adjustments. So don't force yourself – into pigeonhole yourself by putting Odell in there. I just think it's a mistake. I'm sitting him too. Plus, the thing is, you can live with, you can move on from having, let's say, a guy only gives you seven to ten points. You still have an opportunity. I I can't live with putting a zero up. No, seven to ten points is an, is not enough. But I I can do that's something. I can try. I can manage. Because if I get a big game someplace else, like if I, there's a chance that somebody out here is listening and has Odell Beckham and had Kareem Hunt last night. If I have Kareem Hunt starting my running back or flex or wherever, I'm sitting Odell Beckham Jr. For sure. I'm sitting Odell. I'm, pu- I'm putting somebody in there that's going to get me 7 to 15 points that I know is a sure thing. Maybe he has a big game, but it's just going to be solid because you know what? Kareem Hunt got me the extra. Yep. If I had Mike Gillisley, if I had um, Tyreek Hill, yep. I can afford to For now sure. maybe sit Odell, get somebody in there that's going to be solid, and not risk a goose egg that could cost me week one. I don't think he's playing. I'm just saying. He I'm, says I, he's questionable. He says he's doing a bunch of rehab today. Today's Friday when we're recording this. Oh, who knows? I don't think he's playing. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, start him, sit him. Sit. Yeah, I'm sitting him too. I don't like this matchup for him. J- Jalen Ramsey's a corner that nobody wants to talk about. And I know it's only a second season. This kid was a freak in year one. And he's the and DeAndre Hopkins is the only guy on that Houston offense that's worth covering. And Jalen Ramsey, one-on-one, you don't need a double team. Jalen Ramsey no, will take care of him. They're just, just going to put Jalen Ramsey on him. And the reality is that this team is going to try and run the ball a lot. they got a lot of backs that you like there. Tom Savage isn't a guy who's going to be out there gunslinging the ball around. Nope. Okay, they're going to do dink and dunk, easy stuff, get the ball. They're not going to have to do much because they have a top-tier defense, and Blake Bortles is not good, and that offense isn't going to do much. So this offense isn't going to have to do very much, and I don't anticipate them doing very much. 17 points may win this game exactly. for Houston. So you're going to you're going to control the tempo. You're going to control the clock. Run you're the ball. Run the ball, your defense. That's going to be the recipe for success. You're not going to have a 200-yard receiver on a week-to-week no. basis. You just can't. That's not this team. DeAndre Hopkins is a good play against a, a bad team with some bad secondary. This defense that I think is a little bit underrated has a very good secondary. And even if they don't want Jalen Ramsey on him, A.J. Boye is the other corner. I was going to say. You think A.J. Boye is going to want his old team to go off on him? Not happening. I do not like this matchup whatsoever. I know it's tough to sit guys like Odell and DeAndre, but you got to look at the matchup when you're making these decisions. It's really important. It's how you win in fantasy. Robert Kelly. Playing. 
Yeah, I'm starting him. I'm starting him. I, I like I actually, first six weeks. I'm playing him. Yeah, I really like Rob Kelly this week a lot because of uh, the team that he's playing, the matchup he has with the Eagles this week. I think it's a really good matchup for him. And I just overall, I think Washington early on because there's not that chemistry there with their wide receivers the and this new right. They're going to run the ball a lot. So I really like Rob Kelly this week. Kobe Fleener. This is a guy I love. You love this I'm week. starting them. Okay. But you want to know why? Why? No Willie Sneed in New Orleans. Yes. Minnesota, tough defense. What are you going to try to do to crack this code? Michael Thomas is going to get Xavier Rhodes on him. You need somebody else to break through. Tight end, can kind of confuse teams coming out of the offensive line like that. Colby Fleener is a guy that has that chemistry with Drew Brees. I think it's a big success this week. I'm starting him. I'm starting him as well, and for a lot of the reasons you just said, and just the fact that they do not have Brandon Cooks there anymore. Willie Sneed is not there. I do like Michael Thomas a lot in that offense, but I think that you know how New Orleans is. They run. They do not run the ball. They throw the ball yeah. around a lot. They're and they're going to throw the ball to Kobe Fleener, and there might be some picks along the way because that's just how it is, but that's what New Orleans does. They, they, they throw the ball. Ty Montgomery. Okay, I'm going to surprise you here. Get him uh, as close to your bench as possible. No, I'm starting him. Absolutely not. This um, is a bad take. No, this is not a bad take. Uh, you're starting Ty Montgomery this week 120%. I think the Green Bay offense, because of what the secondary and how much attention is going to be paid to this group of receivers, Jordy Nelson in specific, Devontae Parker, like just it. Devontae Adams, just a really, really good group of wide receivers, and Aaron Rodgers and what he can do on his legs, I'm telling you Ty Montgomery's going to have a good game. Okay, so Ty Montgomery is projected to have the – let me see. How many points is he projected to have this week? I need to click on this. Ty Montgomery is projected to have 12.6 points in week one. Yeah. I would take the under on 12.6 points. Okay. Because I like – I like Dalvin Cook more than I like Ty Montgomery this week. I'm looking at players who are low, rated lower than him on ESPN. Okay. I like Dalvin Cook more. I like Mark Ingram more. I like See, I, I like, like Frank Gore more. a lot more because that's the only thing they're going to do. And there's no Aaron Donald to stuff the run, so I'm 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 very much taking Frank Gore over him. Um, I'm, that's about it. I got three guys that I'm taking over him. But I, I do not like this matchup for Ty Montgomery against Sheldon Richardson, who's going to want to make an impact in game one for the, this team. I'm just telling you this offense, the over-under on this game is 50 points. The points that's are gonna, a lot of points. Vegas knows, baby. Vegas knows. 50 points. There's going to be a lot of points scored, and Aaron Rodgers is going to be doing a lot of it. And I'm just telling you, they're going to get down the field, and then they're going to give the ball, and he's going to get those touchdown points. I'm just telling you. It's going to happen. Adrian Peterson. Do not. I wouldn't draft the guy. No, I don't know why you drafted him to begin with. He's on the do not draft list for me. Exactly. He's on my do not draft list. Do not start Adrian Peterson. Do not play into the revenge game. Okay, I get it. I understand. We did some stats preparing for what we're doing on Sunday, and I saw the average yards that Adrian Peterson had in Minnesota was stupid. But you have to understand, his career in Minnesota overall was so incredible. He's not the same guy. Older, legs are worn down. After 30 years old, running back. Come on, they have three running backs. And they got a young kid who I think is going to be a starter by the midway point of the season. And they got Mark Ingram. Who's a really good two-back. Do not buy into – okay, and – Take all that aside. Sure. It's New Orleans. They don't run the ball. They throw the ball. Yeah, and maybe they try to implement him in the passing offense. I just No don't, way. I, He's not that guy. He's never been that guy. They're going to have to find some way to make it work. But, yeah, I'm with you. I uh, I stay far away from this. Brandon Marshall was our last guy. Love him this, this week. This is a huge play. This is Especially a huge... if you go back to our original point. If you're going to sit Odell, which you should, pick up Brandon Marshall. No, this is Trade a, for Brandon Marshall. This is a huge week for him. 
I think Brandon Marshall throughout the season is going to be very, very good. Uh, I drafted him in one of my leagues because Odell is going to get that number one guy following him around, which is going to leave Brandon Marshall, who his entire career and his ability is to be a number one guy. Right. And he can go up and get the ball. Red He's zone targets. Big guy, red zone targets. I think him and Eli are really going to click. He's kind of got something to prove. I really like Brandon Marshall. I know he's had, you know, head case issues, uh, whatever. I, I think those I are overblown. I think it's overblown, and I think, you know, you find medication, you get taken care of, you're, you're doing what you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, he was with Jay Cutler. He had issues that there. That causes a headache in and of itself. He gives me a headache now, and I yeah. don't even talk to the guy. Okay, and then he's playing for the Jets. That gives me a headache thinking about being a part of the Jets. Exactly. Okay, I, I think so he's fine. I think Brandon Marshall's fine. He's a definite start this week. Okay, let's move on to our primetime matchups. Yeah, I love it. We each wrote down a quarterback, a running back, two wide receivers, and a tight end that we think are not getting talked about enough this week. We have not shared these lists with each other. No, we don't know. We don't know. Do you want to start? Sure. Okay, give me your quarterback this week. My quarterback this week is Matt Ryan, and that is because he's playing the Chicago Bears. Wow. And uh, this is a shot at my hometown team, but the Bears are not good. Okay. Really? They're not good. Hold on, hold on. Let me just. I'm going to confirm this while you're talking. Yeah, confirm yeah. that the Bears. I'm going to get on the phone and yeah, try to confirm it. The Bears defense is not good, and Mike Glennon and the offense is not going to be able to keep that defense off the field. Atlanta is not taking that big of a step back. I do think they're not going to be as good, but they're going to be close to where they were. They have all the same offensive weapons. And Matt Ryan, it's no weather factor in Chicago. It's going to be nice weather in September. Matt Ryan, huge game against the Bears. I can confirm the Bears are bad. Okay. So I confirm Thank that for you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. My quarterback this week, are you ready for this? This yeah. is going to make your head explode. You, oh, want, you ready boy. for another headache? Is it Jared Goff? No, it's not Jared Goff. Jared Goff is trash on the do not draft list. I think we went over this. <laughs> Sam... Bradford, yes. Okay. Let it marinate for a little bit. Okay. Let, you, let you think about it. Well, I like it against okay. the Saints defense. Exactly. They're playing the Saints defense this week, and the Saints defense, garbage. Okay, yeah. Very bad. Maybe not the historical bad that it was two years ago or last season. No, it's garbage. But bad. Garbage, exactly. Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. A lot to like here. A lot of weapons you for like Sam Minnesota's Bradford. Minnesota's offense. Oh, uh, Minnesota's wildcard team for me. Okay. I love Minnesota. I think their offense is going to be much improved this season. And yeah, offensive line question marks uh, are you know important, but Sam Bradford's got weapons now. He's had a chance to learn the playbook there in Minnesota. Gets a really nice matchup here in week one. Monday night football, home opener. I love this matchup for him. I think he's going to be a sneaky good pick. If you're struggling, you got a quarter. If you're, if you're a guy that had Jameis Winston and you need to pick up a quarterback, Sam Bradford's probably available and I and I snag him up and I try to start him this week because I think he's gonna have a big game all right wide receiver you ready for it yeah I think we have the same one uh I got two I have two but I think one of ours is the same okay I'll start with the one that I don't think is the same okay uh Larry Fitzgerald yeah we do not I do not have Larry on my list okay Larry playing Detroit in weeks one through eight over the last few seasons he's had averaged 13 points in the first eight weeks he's good drops off to seven and a half Weeks 10 through 17. So, so get him early, get use him early, early, trade him. Exactly. And Detroit has a lot of defensive players out. There's three of their starters that are not playing. If, if those three starters were playing, I'm still playing Larry Fitzgerald. Fitz is a guy that you want to start this week. It's a good matchup for him. What's your second guy? Doug Baldwin. Ooh, I know. I have a guy from that same team. Okay. Doug Baldwin versus Green Bay will feast on the Packers secondary. And, uh, he's probably going to go up against uh, Randall, the ASU kid. Feast on the Packers. Yeah, no, agreed. Secondary. That was why I was making yeah, the point of it, who was playing not corner. Not good. No, not trash. Good. Their, their secondary is bad. Garbage. The, 
their front seven is okay. They have guys like Clay Matthews, some of their guys that have been there for a longer time that are uh-huh. pretty good. But their secondary is not good, and Doug Baldwin is going to reap the benefits of that. You ready for this? Yep. I got one one name for you. Okay. Sterling Shepard. Love it. How many times do I have to tell everybody about this guy? Is it going to be five, six, seven times before you guys believe me? This is a guy that if Odell is out this week, he's already a sleeper pick because I think he's going to, no one's going to pay attention to him because yep. you got to cover Odell, you got to cover Brandon Marshall. And Sterling Shepard, you know what? From the 20-yard line to the 20-yard line, that's going to be where he lifts. Brandon Marshall is going to be red the guy that's target. the red zone target, and you're going, to, you're going to trust Odell to get you out of trouble if you're deep in your own zone. The guy that you're going to trust in between that is going to be Sterling Shepard. He's the guy that's going to move the chains. He's going to be a PPR dream because he's going to get a lot of balls thrown his way. They're not going to have the big play. He's got that ability, but that's not what he's here for. He's yeah. going to have those those 10, 15-yard gains, and he's just going to have a bunch of them. And it's okay. going to work out really well, especially if Odell's out. I like him for uh, for week one. I also like a Seattle receiver, but his name is not Doug Baldwin. Tyler Lockett. No, no, no. Paul Richardson. Okay? Oh. Here's why I want to go with okay. this. No Jermaine Curse. Somebody needs to step up. They've been really high on this guy in training camp and in preseason, and I think you don't trade away a guy like Jermaine Curse unless you got somebody you believe in, and this is the guy. So, yeah, double teams are going to go Doug Baldwin's way because that's going to be a train wreck if they go one on if they go man coverage on that. I think it opens up the door for Paul Richardson to have a really big game against a Green Bay secondary that has to prove it to me before I'm ready to buy it. No, they will not prove it to you because they're not very good, and I'm not just saying that because I like to make fun you of pick, the You're picking them to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're great because their offense is going yeah, to set yeah. records this year. It's going to uh, be stupid. Running back. I, this is I, I'm flirting with hot takeness. With okay, mine, mine is uh, I don't know I don't know how you're going to feel. Isaiah Crowell. You know I hate Isaiah Crowell. Okay, stay with me. Here. Okay, go ahead. Steelers gave up the seventh most points last year in fantasy to opposing backs, fourth in the league in yards after contact, and their offensive line added two key pieces this year. They are ranked second in the league by Pro Football Focus. I like that. That's good. I like, I like that, that a lot. too. Yeah. So I like Isaiah Crowell this week. You know my thoughts on Crowell. He's going to be a guy that early on he'll be fine. First two quarters going to be great. I worry about the th- second half of the third quarter and the fourth quarter because be if Cleveland if Cleveland is behind, they're going to throw the ball a lot. Cleveland's going to be fine. Okay. So the Steelers traditionally do not play well in Cleveland. They they don't. And if the game is close, then you may run the football. So yes. you have that going for you. Okay. Are you sitting, you sitting down for this one? Yeah. Melvin Gordon okay. against the Denver Broncos this week. Interesting. On paper, looks like a nightmare. Denver Bronco defense really good. Last year, Denver gave up the fifth most rushing yards per game out of any team in the league, 130. That jumps off the page to me when we talk about how great this defense is, that they had the fifth most rushing yards per game allowed last year. The I team, can't even believe the that. The team, 130. The teams that they were joined with, Buffalo was ahead of them, Miami, Cleveland, San Francisco. Those are the only teams that gave up more yards on the ground than they did last season. 130 per game. I like this matchup from Melvin Gordon. They're going to put a lot of stock into him. They're going to want to balance their offense and... Phillip Rivers is going to have trouble throwing the football. Sure. So what are they going to do? They're going to pound the rock and want to have that balance. That bodes well for Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon I loved all year long. He's I love, so he's I love Yeah, I love Melvin Gordon. Wisconsin product. Yeah, hate Wisconsin. Love Melvin Tight Gordon. Tight end. Okay, another guy that I know you don't like, but you're gonna, you got to like him this week, and that's Zach Ertz. Oh, Zach Ertz, please playing the stop red. With it's the, the Zach Ertz. it's the matchup. Stop with the it's Zach the Ertz. matchup. Okay, we play. We're talking Can about. Can we stop prime... trying to make Zach Ertz a thing? No, he is a thing. He's not a thing. Prime time matchup. This is a matchup versus the Redskins. Last year, 112 yards for 10 catches against the Redskins. Washington, 10th most in fantasy points to tight ends. 
Recipe for yeah, Washington's success. defense is not great. Recipe for success for your tight end, Zach Ertz, this week. Not long-term, this week starting him. All right, if you're a backup quarterback, this is my tight end. If you're a backup quarterback or a rookie quarterback, who's your favorite favorite target? If you're a backup? If you're a, back, if you're a backup quarterback, you're coming you're into tight the end. Injury, tight end, right? Well, which team this week's playing their backup quarterback? Which team's... They're bad. They're, they may be the worst roster in all of the NFL. The about? Indianapolis Colts. Oh. Give me Jack Doyle all day Ooh, okay. long, like twice on Sunday. Like Why? Because this quarterback, Scott Tolzien, he's not throwing the ball down the field. It's not no. happening. There's no way he's throwing the he ball more than 15 yards. He may not throw the ball. That's why I love Frank Gore this week as well. You could throw him in the running back category as well. But if he is going to throw the ball, it's going to be a check down. And who's going to be the king of the check down this week? Jack Doyle. Okay. I love this guy. I think he's going to have a good week. The Rams are scrambling. They don't have Aaron Donald. Their defense is in, is in a mess. Their first game under Sean McVay, he may make some rookie mistakes as head coach. He's calling plays for the first time. I, I really like this matchup. I don't, I'm don't. picking the Rams to win the football game. But I like Jack Doyle to be able to help Indianapolis at least look competent on offense. All right. I like it. I like where you went with that. This is my favorite segment of the show that we're about to do. We are about to embark on a journey. Embark on a journey that is going to be amazing, therapeutic. Yes. Uh, we're going to give you the opportunity. We might even let people send us clips that we might play. This is just coming to me now. Okay. I like Where this. You tell I'm me supposed to why... be in charge, but it's okay. No, you're not in charge. Where which says your team sucks. That is the name of this segment. Your team sucks. And what I want people to do every week, we are at the keepers. FF. Keepers FF Fantasy Football. Tweet at us and tell us why your team sucks this week or why somebody in your league's team sucks. And then maybe we'll do some videos or some clips and we'll get you guys on the show. Absolutely. I'm all for fan interaction on the show. That's what it's supposed to be. It's a conversation, not just the two of us yelling at each other. For sure. It's a conversation. That's what we do all day long anyway. All right, uh, Paige, why does your team suck? Not you, but the the, whatever team you're referencing. Hypothetically speaking, your your team team sucks sucks if you drafted Andrew Luck. Your team sucks because Andrew Luck is not healthy. And he could end up not playing... Ha- a co- over a quarter of the fantasy football season. I don't see him back until at least week three. And that, I'm being optimistic. I'm telling you, they know that this team is not good. They know that they're not... A, why play, Why they, rush him back? There is no... They just signed him to a long-term deal. They gave him his money. Mm-hmm. There is no incentive to bring him back. This team is not talented enough to take them where they need to go. The only good thing they have on this team is Andrew Luck. If they are any bit smart, they sit him for as long as possible. And I love Andrew Luck. I love Andrew Luck, but if you drafted him, your team sucks. Yeah, I mean, I, you and I had this conversation, I think, when we started the show. I had a tough decision. I had Derek Carr and Andrew Luck in my keeper league. I had to keep one of them, and I just I just said, I don't know what Andrew Luck's going to be. Gotta I'm going to have ups and downs with Derek Carr, but it's consistency. He's going to be out there playing. I don't know what Andrew Luck's going to be. Plus, he's got a better team. Better team around that's him. The There's thing. A, yeah, that's the other part of it. All right, your team sucks if you have a Jets player on your roster. I don't care if it's Bilal Pal. I don't care who it is. If you have a Jets player on your roster, your team is garbage. That's, my new, that's the phrase of the day, garbage. That is why your team sucks. I'm not going to go any further. The Jets are trash. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. Your team sucks if you, say it with me, drafted a quarterback too high. We talked about this earlier. Tom Brady scored 10 points last night. 10.6 points. If you drafted a quarterback super high, you regret it. A hundred times out of a hundred because it never works out for you and you missed out on somebody who's going to win you your league. Look what Alex Smith did last night. I'm telling you, as much as I, Jay Cutler drove me nuts, I used to start him in fantasy all the time and win because he was 
a guy that nobody cared about, and I never worried about drafting a quarterback till the last round. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I'm just telling you, do not draft a quarterback high, and your team sucks if you didn't. Your team sucks if Todd Gurley is your one, your running back one. Love it. What is Todd Gurley? I know this is what I've said the best, Chris Hogan and Zach Ertz, but what is Todd Gurley? What are the L.A. Rams? The Rams are, I know what they are, they're bad. They're, say it with me, garbage. Garbage. Yes, they're they're on the do garbage. not. Their entire team's on the do not draft list. Yeah, no, I don't like anybody. Not even the defense. Team. I'm oh, everything's on the no, do not Aaron draft Donald's list. No, Aaron Donald's not. Yeah, playing. I'm putting everything on the do not draft list. Yeah, that team That's is bad. dysfunctional. Is a nice way to put it. Uh, I could think of a lot of other words that I'm not going to use. Inappropriate for the show. Thank you. Yeah, I'll keep it PG. Friend, family friendly. Yes, but your team sucks if you had Todd Gurley as your running back one because you cannot count on him to be consistent. That offensive line didn't get any better. He struggled last year. What makes you think all of a sudden that Sean McVay is going to be the magical fairy that fixes all of this with pixie dust. It's not going to happen. No, it doesn't happen. It's just not going to happen. He's not going to be able to wave the magic wand and make Todd Gurley good again. So if you're counting on Todd Gurley to be your running back one, it's a mistake. If you have him in a flex spot or running back two, I can tolerate that a little bit more. But if you draft a Todd Gurley and you're like, I'm set. I got my top running back. I'm good. I'm going to score a ton of points every week. Your team sucks. No, your team definitely sucks. And last but not least. I got two more. Your team sucks. If you did not start Kareem Hunt last night. Ah, yes. Bad decision. Poor decision. I got, I tweeted last night a gif of uh, a guy dancing, and I said, when you started Kareem Hunt in your fantasy football league, over, I think it had like 20 responses, over half of them were people with mostly expletives explaining how they felt because they did not start Kareem Hunt. Disappointing. Big, big, big mistake. Kareem Hunt is a must start. He's in a running back heavy offense. You should know that if you've watched football or watched Andy Reid coach a football team. Your team sucks. Your team sucks if you are one of the 61.8% of fantasy owners on ESPN who have Chris Thompson on their team. Who? Paige, who does Chris Thompson play for? No idea. Yeah, he plays for the Washington Redskins. Okay? I can name two running backs I would rather have over Chris Thompson in Washington. Rob Kelly and Samaje Piran. People love average running backs. I didn't even know who Chris Thompson was. No. 61.8% of people own him in their league. I guarantee you a good majority of them are probably starting that guy. Get to know Samaj P. Ryan. Samaj P. Ryan, that's the guy. I got one more. Okay. Your team sucks. Now, this is going to look bad, but you got to let me explain myself. Your team sucks if you started Mike Gillisley last night. Why? Why? Because you should not count on Mike Gillisley at all, ever. I like it. Mike Gillisley is not going to be a starting running back for the New England Patriots by week four of the regular season. And your team is definitely going to suck if you start him next week. Yes, and your team is going to suck because out of all the options you had, you picked the fifth running back on the New England Patriots to start last night. And you are going to, maybe you're going to win this week. And you're going to be feeling all high and mighty because you're the smart guy in the room. You got Mike Gillisley. Guess what? You better get off that bandwagon quicker than you got on it. Because you need to get rid of Mike Gillisley, find somebody else, find some some schmuck in your league that will trade for Mike great Gillisley word. because they think he's going to have a great season and and sell high on Mike Gillisley. Because if you start him on a week-to-week basis, you will lose your league. I don't know how many times I have to say this over a fantasy football podcast. This is my third year doing fantasy football podcasts, all right? Do not draft New England running backs. It's not very hard. Your team sucks. That's my last one. I'm adding one no, in on the a, fly. It's a fake It's an one. audible. It's okay? an audible. This is an audible. Do not, your team sucks if you drafted a New England running back. Or a Seattle Bottom running line. back. Or a, yeah. or um, what's the other team that has a bunch of running Cincinnati backs? Cincinnati running back. Cincinnati running back. Yep. You don't, you don't, don't draft do running backs 
when you don't know who is the starter. You don't do that, okay? And you especially don't do it when it's a New England running back because Bill Belichick likes to play mind games, okay? That's what he does best. He likes to play mind games, and I think he knows that we're playing fantasy, and I think he's like, yeah, yeah I'm not well, start You know what? Deion Lewis this week. I'm going to play him. You remember when, who, who was it that scored four touchdowns in one week? And then he didn't show up on time to practice. Deion Lewis. Yeah, Deion Lewis. And then he didn't start the next yep. week. Fantasy yeah, owners oh, were very oh, mad. Yeah, I would be mad too. Uh, how many leagues are you in? I am in, okay, so we have our we league We have together. our league. That we counts as ours. Together, and I have two other leagues. Two so others. I'm in three leagues. Uh, how, how are you feeling about this week for your team? Uh, your team's. The Kareem Hunt League with my high school you're, buddies. You're happy. Dude, I'm so. You're not even going to check it. I'm just telling you that if he turns out to be because he's my I draft in the tenth round he's my flex position if he turns out to be half of what he was last night all year long oh I'm winning oh absolutely I'm calling my shot now you guys can send me my money now you can send you can just foregone conclusion hand me the trophy one of you is getting a tattoo it's gonna be really ugly that's what we do in our league the, the last the person who finishes in last place has to do whatever the, the winner wants it's Epic proportions. So, uh, really, in this league, of course, winning is important because you win some cash. Yes. But really, you just don't want to finish the last. No, you like more, almost more than you'd want to win. You just don't want to. You lose. don't want to lose. Just make the postseason. Just yeah. make the playoffs. And just you're don't lose because if you lose, you're in trouble. I've never lost, and I don't plan on it. No, yeah. But one of our buddies has lost twice. He has a. Um, how do I say it in the PG version? Okay, he has a Packers something tattooed on his right butt cheek it's awful i will let the listeners uh, use their imagination with is. that let we'll just we'll just it's leave awful. It with that so you're you're confident with your teams this week i'm confident with my teams this week i think i drafted two pretty good teams and i think the team that you drafted with yep. my list is pretty good yeah i like our team as well uh my one big auction league that i ranted and, and was very excited about in this show i'm in a little bit of trouble because i had james winston starting yeah. so i have to kind of navigate that a little bit i've gone with matt stafford i'm not as confident in that but we'll see he'll be fine we'll see what stafford's going to be able to do but i am confident so uh we'll be back on tuesday yeah right? we'll be we'll back so throughout the season tuesday, tu- thursday. tuesday thursdays are the days you're going to want to look for the keepers you can find us on now you can find us on iTunes. Yep, we're there. So if you search the keepers subscribe. on iTunes, you can subscribe. We want you to subscribe, and uh, I think we're gonna have a giveaway next week. I Are just we? got a text message okay. about a yeah, giveaway. I have, I have no knowledge of this. Yeah, we're gonna have some giveaways, so that's what we're gonna be able to do. We'll probably do it on social media, sure. and uh, we definitely want you guys to follow us on yes. social media. Yep, at the at the keepers underscore ff. Yes, at the keepers underscore ff, and as Paige mentioned, subscribe on iTunes. So the the because the reason why you do that, episodes get automatically downloaded for you. It makes it so easy. You don't have to search out for us. Oh, did they release a Keepers episode today? You'll know. You'll get the notification that the episode has been downloaded. That's why you go to iTunes. That's why you subscribe. It makes it so much easier for you and it helps us out. Yeah, absolutely. And at the end of the day, we really just, we want you to help us out. Yeah. Well, well, we want to help them out as well. We want to help you out and help us help you. Help us help you by right. subscribing, right. exactly. and by that, you'll win your fantasy league. I'll make some guarantees. Wow, that's a bold, that's a bold prediction. Guaranteed. All right, Paige. For Paige Demacos, Chris Schubert, you have been listening to The Keepers.